welcome and thank you for joining us on the Sandy Pars Podcast, your source for in-depth discussions about the world of golf for the amateur golfer. We're your hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. On this episode, we unpack the LPGA Tournament of Champions and the PGA La Quinta, volunteering at the AT&T Pro-Am at Pebble Beach, and preview the Farmers Insurance Open. Stay tuned after the break. Welcome back to the Sandy Pars Podcast, episode 51. We're your hosts, Randy Duran. And Ryan Munoz. Yes, sir. 5-1, coming at you. 5-1. We're going to unpack the LPGA Tournament of Champions, the PGA at La Quinta. We're going to go over a little bit of AT&T Pro-Am volunteer work that we're about to do, and we'll preview the Farmers Insurance Open. Um, Game talk. So we actually practiced before the podcast today. Got us a nice little Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon practice session. Uh, at Presidio, um, what specifically were you working on today? Uh, I was I hit a ton of wedges as I have been, mm-hmm. um, and working on trying to figure out what causes this little pull that I seem to really only have with my wedges. Mm-hmm. Um, like we were talking about after that, uh, so a lot of good work done. Got a little frustrated there, not with the wedges. Um, mm-hmm. I just got a little bit out of rhythm and uh, had a lot of hubbaloo going on around me there at the old Presidio <laughs> range today, but that's fine. That tests my patience. Um, mm-hmm. and very good. Overall, I left feeling pretty good, smacking a bunch of irons and hitting some good wedges. So it was, it was great. I was over on the other side, so I never even got a chance to hit a driver or anything mm-hmm. too. So uh, a lot of work with the short irons and middle irons today. Nice. Um, and yourself, how was how was the practice sesh? It was good, but uh, I I did before I get into that. I did want to talk about. I mean, um, I actually one of the things about COVID driving range that I really did like was that you waited in the line and then you were guaranteed a spot once it was your turn, right? You didn't have to like wait behind people. Yeah, because I don't. I don't like waiting behind people. Yeah. either. And I, I want them like to know that. like take your time and stuff. Not you don't have to hurry up because I'm behind you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. And it's really weird when someone like stands behind you, is like clearly watching you, and it's uncomfortable. That is one thing I actually liked, even though it sucks to wait in a fucking line to go hit golf balls. Yeah. You know what I mean. No, I, I, I get it. And, uh, you know, this is a probably more of a left-handers problem, but I also had a group of like five people in one stall behind me. Right. And during so, COVID, like, you couldn't share a stall. And like just switching out and, you know what I mean? Right. As a lefty, I'm always nervous that I'm going to take my, my club back and hit one of these guys. Yeah. Um, and so it, that, that took me a little bit to deal with. And then I, I, I got over it. Well, I was fine. But, um, yeah, yeah. I, I think the, the line, I mean, there's got to be like, dude, if you're working as the range attendant there, just to have a clicker and, you know, like when right. there's like 50 people on the range, then just it's, it's not that hard. Right. Uh, Usually they always have a starter right plus there. Plus you too. did it all last year. Yeah. You already, you already <laughs> done this. This isn't, isn't something you can't do. Another thing is, is people, and I understand that people want to go out there and really work on their game and shit, but the, the two full hundred ball buckets going out there to to hit for like two hours like that's not cool if if it's like a local course where there's not a bunch of people i don't i don't know if i would i would be too upset if they put like a one fucking bucket limit yeah on out there because there's so many people um and there's no place to sit either, so you're and just standing off. Presidio too. Now we're into, it's going to be get even worse, actually. Right. Uh, we're going to have to move this to San Bruno or elsewhere because it'll be golf season for high school, so there's going to be tournaments. Right. Um, mm-hmm. 
Because just think of that area that with the, without the range didn't or that you can't hit the the, the iron area that I right. went into. If that didn't open up, yeah, we would have been there. We would have been there night. all night. We'd still be hitting balls because we'd been sharing one stall. Yeah, um, but no, it was good. It was it was it was fun. Uh, left there feeling confident, so uh, I got no quarrels. Yeah, um, I actually felt pretty good. I, I think that I've gotten better at actually just practicing. You know, just yeah, what, you definitely hit balls much slower than you once did. Yeah, You're I, like my pace. Not that I'm like some practice fucking guru. I just happen no, to be I, very slow when I'm on the range. Yeah, <laughs> I just I take and the thing is, the only difference is me taking the time to actually get the same setup every single time. And I don't know what it is, but I want to be able to just walk up and hit it. You know, I don't know what it is about it. Um, Sometimes I just don't take the time to make sure I'm lined up or my, or I'm at my I'm at least attempting to address the ball the same way every single time and just find a target when you're mm-hmm. on the range too. True, um, but yeah. So overall, I feel like uh, I'm actually getting I'm really starting to get the cut down. Um, my miss is a pull, so I just hit it straight instead of actually having a little bit of a mm-hmm. cut on it. It's coming along. I hit the driver. I hit 10 drives today. I would say eight of them would have been in the fairway if we were playing pretty much any course. I did have one uh, that I sprayed hella far right. Um, That happens. That was really range. Yeah. Yeah, I can't tell you a time in my golf game where I've been so content to not even hit a driver. I feel yeah. very confident in my ability. Uh, yeah, to hit especially a driver, you so right I, now. I, uh, I was like, shit, I'll just hit wedges and irons. That's the last uh, thing I'd be working on if I were you, for sure. Get all that other shit dialed in because that's pretty consistent. Um, no plans to play. I I don't have any plans to play anytime soon either. We're working on uh, getting some rounds in down in Monterey here in March with Mikey. But I think other than that, I don't have anything like hardcore in the books. We are going to try to take advantage of Mariner's Point playing out there one of these nights. Yeah, and just off the top of my head too. I'm, oh, you got you got NFC Championship on Sunday. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no. I was like, I could maybe finesse like a round on Sunday, but... Well, in theory, it could be an early round. It actually game, could. Game is late. That could be a really solid day. Um, even even maybe some like Lincoln, you know? I would do Lincoln. I, I could walk Lincoln. I would I'd probably only bring like five clubs, but You better you better be ready to walk Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't be expecting that. Um Cool. So, should we um anything else? Any, anything else uh, any other plans? Should we get some PGA here? Let's do it. Let's talk some pro golf. All right. We have the American American Express this week. Um Hudson Swafford, arguably the uh whitest name I've ever the heard. Golfiest name possible. <laughs> Hudson Swafford wins. Um I saw real quick note. I saw a meme. Uh <laughs> it was the spider someone did the Spider-Man meme. Uh, with Hudson Swafford pointing at Harris English. Harris English, English? Yeah, yes. That was fucking gold. I didn't see that, but that's who I was, was going to yes. get. Oh, my God. That's awesome. So fucking accurate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I don't know much about uh, Hudson. I did see the last, like, five whole – I watched the whole uh, bits and pieces of the entire tournament, um, but I did watch how the tournament ended. And he absolutely went out there and fucking won that tournament. Yeah, I did not see too much of this tournament, uh, but I see an eagle on 16, birdie on 17, um, and that strikes me as going out and winning yourself a tournament Definitely. 
it it was fun to it was a fun tournament to watch, but I had some some. What do you think his odds were? Oh, I have no idea. Shout out to anyone that betted Hudson. Yeah, Hudson if you put some scratch on Swafford, Hudson Swafford, let God. us know. Um, it was tough to watch what course they were playing on because for somebody who hasn't who doesn't watch that tournament all the time, or even if you do, there's four golf courses, or there's I'm sorry, there's three there's golf courses that you're watching, and it's hard to tell which one that they're on. So, so let me let me ask you a question here. And I think this is probably an easy answer, but we'll we'll be volunteering at a similar setup, yeah, in two weeks at Pebble Beach, um, and yeah, I, I agree. In watching it, it's not very captivating. You don't know what tournament, you, like the courses aren't recognized recognizable, right? Uh, which I think is the huge, the underlying difference in mm-hmm. like Pebble Beach Spyglass. You know, I don't think right. even if you haven't played Spyglass. Mm-hmm. It's still a Tiger Woods course, right? It was on the video games, or I, I think you're, uh, you're you're at least familiar with it. But the, and you the, definitely know Pebble, right? Pebble, the ocean, you can see pretty much on every on every hole. But the the, the, the difficult part of this one was th- there should have been some sort of uh, like graphic or something that at least uh, designated which course they were playing on each specific shot. And what was really tough about that was because they okay, only show it on the score, right? right. Like, they show like it on, on the leaderboard that they pull up going right. to the commercial and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. And another thing that would have been really great to see was a constant reminder of what course was playing more difficult or easier. So, like, say that you know somebody goes low at La Quinta doesn't necessarily mean that it's the same as the stadium course yeah. or uh, Nicholas's course. You know what I mean? It was hard to have any weight to it, so like you didn't know exactly where they stood. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, so in general, I don't know how much I like the three course rotation for a four day tournament. Yeah, I like what Tori does. It, as we'll talk about this week mm-hmm. uh, or coming up, where you get the north and south course on Thursday, Friday, and then you just finish on the south course. But I don't know that I like the three different courses in four days. Um, I mean, and it works for Pebble, um, yeah. But that's it's you know it's fucking Pebble, and you finish on Pebble, which is. And you know, I, I uh, thought for sure too that watching that tournament last year, they had like a designation on there on what, what at least what course was being played, even though it's pretty recognizable for the most part. But it still is California Coastal Golf, you know. It is like, and, and I do feel that La Quinta, uh, the Stadium Course, and the Nicholas Course are different. If once you start to get a feel for them and watch, like okay, this is that course, you, yeah. can, you start to be able to put some patterns together and realize what what course you're watching. Um, Thursday, Friday were great. Cantley and Rom both came out the gate really hot, fire. And I caught a little bit of the weekday action. Yeah, I, mean, not, I didn't watch his a lick over the weekend, unfortunately. Uh, Cantley played great till he got to the stadium course Saturday, where he I think he was even or close to even um, for the day after just putting on an absolute clinic the two days before, playing really well um, already going into the year. Uh, but the one notable thing that I thought was was uh, interesting was uh, that Rom's temper made several appearance appearances this tournament. Now, I did see I did see this, and I saw him talking about it in the interview and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, he was heated in the U.S. Open when mm-hmm. he won after Friday's round. So, I mean, this is, I, I think uh, the success that he had last season kind of 
nullified a little bit of his temper, but I, I don't, I don't see him changing. I'm, and that, I don't necessarily dis like, I, yeah. you know, I don't really want him to change. I kind of no. like it. He's not, he's not like crazy. He's, uh, he's not to like Tyrrell Hatton level right. of temper on no. the course where it, it is affecting his game. I mean, how can you say it's affecting his game when he's number one in the world and just came off the bit, one of the, you know, a spectacular season? Yes, definitely. Um, and so he had the, he had the, the putting contest comments, which, which went viral when he was walking off mm-hmm. the green. And then I saw a video of him throwing throwing a club as well. It wasn't like a toss. It was like a throw into the ground nearby. Um, but the thing is that the the one thing I do have to say is, do you remember when Rom last year was like, you guys keep bringing up my my temper. Like I don't think I have you know you know blah yeah, blah. blah. Yeah. And then he goes and 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 does he it does again. This, yeah. And the thing is, if you just owned it, nobody would question on it. Yeah, I agree. Just own it. Um, because you clearly do have a temper. You, yeah, or um, at least you're emotional. Yeah. Let's just say and that. That's, I mean, we come on here and talk about that we we want guys with more personality yeah. and we want to see that. So, I again, I'm all for it. Um, do Do you care that he said the putting contest comment or threw the club in the ground? Couldn't care less. You know, so many golfers have been caught, you know, like they they caught Spieth, I think, saying getting all pissed off at, at one of the, the, the course setup, right? Remember, he's like, this is the dumbest hole the dumbest <laughs> hole ever. Uh, so I love seeing I, that. Yeah, it makes me feel better as a shitty amateur golfer about yeah. it because there's certainly holes and, and points where we feel the same way. It's like, fuck, this is this is a stupid <laughs> setup. Why are you going to put this tee box right into trees? You know, like uh, it's so... We see that shit all the time and we don't even play on these nice-ass courses. We just play at our local munis and it happens everywhere. Um, it feels more relatable when you see him out there. No, I think it's great. Yeah. I think it's great. Um, I mean, Danny Lee played like an amateur golfer on, on, uh, on 17. I, and I forget what fucking course it, it had was to on. have been. It had to have been the stadium course. Yeah. Cause right? it was the, like an island, island green. Island yeah, green. yeah. 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 He hit. He oh, hit. Pete Dye got him, huh? <laughs> Dude, he hit. He hit the, uh, his his tee shot. It hit the rocks twice and bounced uh, over the water. Okay, on the left side of the green, and so it hit it hit the right, the right rocks, bounced to the left rocks, and then over the water oh, no. safe. And so he has a chance at par still if he gets up and down. He hits uh, his approach shot or. Uh, to the green, chunks it into the fucking water. Oh no! Hits his next shot, and it carries over the green and settles on the rocks for an unplayable lie. So he has to take an unplayable re-hit from where he was, and then he gets up and I think two putts for an eight plus five a on quint- that. a quintuple bogey Ooh. on a three, huh? I I mean I've had so many of those, but God, it, it really did feel. Uh, they, okay, he got super lucky on the first one, and he could have totally bailed himself out. But that chunk into the I water, mean, dude, we've all done it uh, as amateurs. We've done it, right? It, oh it man, blown up like that. Uh, the, the having not seen this, but the water chunk is, is like a total amateur move. <laughs> it's the worst. It's the worst. Uh, God bless you, Danny Lee. You'll you'll be back. You're a young dude. You're, yeah, you got plenty of game. Um, I'm I'm sure he's not sweating it too That's much. That's the game either. of golf. It yeah, happens to yeah. everybody. Um, should we cover our bets here? All right, cool. That's easy for me. My bet stunk. Uh I picked the Gooch man, the Gooch mm-hmm. uh 
he didn't make the cut. And then I had uh, Svensson, who was tied in the top 10 uh, going into Sunday, and he finished tied 49th. So he didn't have a good day. And then I had uh, Russell Henley, who finished 14th. So oh, just um, outside, just outside. I was hoping for the, th- that was kind of a chalky pick. It was like plus 200 or something like that. So um, I was hoping for Spenny to get in there, but he kind of went backwards. Um, but, but whatever. And yours um, got a winner in here, right? I, after all my players missed the cut last week, uh, I only had one missed the cut this week. So I, I picked Wolf at plus th- uh, 375. He missed the cut. Um, I picked Scotty Scheffler at p- plus 225, and he finished T25. At one point, I had him and Cantley in the top 10. But, uh, you know, still a great great outing by Scheffler. He's one of my picks to win the Masters. I, I like gonna, a big year for Scheff as yeah, well. Yeah, I'm said. sticking with so, him. Uh, no, I, I agree. I wouldn't be surprised to see him score and play pretty well this weekend. And then I took a slightly, slightly less Excuse than me. chalky pick and took Cantley with a plus 125, um, and he got a top 10. Uh, he actually finished ninth. So No hat pat. Seriously, I mean, he had three three really good rounds. He's, he struggled at the stadium course and got right back in it on Sunday at La Quinta. So Pete Dye strikes again. He's playing really well. Um, Next, I mean, should we – do you, do you want to go into LPGA? Yeah, or, or, you, did, or you Farmers catch, did you – did you uh, – well, let's recap LPGA and then okay. we'll, oh, then yes. we'll, we'll, we'll uh, did you catch any LPGA action over the the weekend? Yes. Uh I watched I did watch I think Friday and Saturday and then I watched a little bit on Sunday. Um I did what I watched on for the first 3 days was Nelly just t- dominant. T- yeah, playing Pick up really right well. Where she left off. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I watched the condensed highlights for most of them, mm-hmm. but um yeah, Nels looked great. Daniel King, congrats on winning. Yeah. She played some great golf. Uh, a fun leaderboard. It was cool to see Annika sticking fucking shots out there. Dude, that was great. Her and Derek Lowe going into a playoff mm-hmm. uh, for the Celebrity Championship. Um, yeah, I think, dude, uh, me and Avery were talking about this. I think Nelly just got like really cold on Sunday. Did you see her? She was in, they were in Florida. She was in like a parka, like she was in Russia out there playing. I've seen her throw on those, those, uh, those wind pants before. She did it here in San Francisco at the, at the Women's Open. Did not play very well out here in no. San Francisco at the Women's Open. Well, and Daniel <laughs> King was talking about this afterwards where she, one of the, her offseason goals was to get better at playing in cold weather. And she talked about like having extra layers on and how that affects everything and blah, 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 blah. And I thought she was kind of like half hearted talking about that but it turns out like you know that's something tough that they, that they were yeah talking, she know. did not i just don't think nels is a cold weather gal uh being a florida gal there mm-hmm. I don't, how cold was it I, I, uh, I don't know couldn't have been that cold it's fucking florida right so um dude she's gonna be fine she's gonna play the rest of the florida tour and then she's going to take six weeks off, I believe. So, I mean, it, uh, it, it it could be just like it was out here for us because we're on the water, you know. Yeah. It's co- it, it was no, that's si- what it looked like. It, it said 60 degrees. And, and, and so and, just yeah. the air gets dense. Um, it could be 50 degrees, but it feels super cold. I mean, I don't know. I think we talked about this just a little bit before the pod. The biggest takeaway for me for this weekend was that stat that some writer put out comparing uh, like Marty Fish, who's a plus handicapper, 
all the the professional male athletes out there that are playing from the same tees and how they just got absolutely annihilated, annihilated. by the LPGA players. 25 uh, strokes was the closest. I mean, to they're the so skilled, right? And you always see like like just dudes on Twitter and, and stuff bashing like, oh, well, what tees are the dude? They're gonna smoke you from whatever tees you want to try to play them on. Um, if you ever you're wanted- like a you know you played like college golf, then maybe you got a chance. But yeah. if you're just some dipshit out there that thinks you're gonna like you, you they're so skilled lpga stands <laughs> for ladies professional golf association they're professionals they are so much better than a college ma- a male player it's it's crazy yeah they might have a chance on their worst day but nine times out of ten dude you're seeing talking, that was like eye-opening yeah. And like yeah. you said, like these are plus handicaps that they're comparing them to. These and are and they played the same tees. There yeah. wasn't the, so. I mean, that's just straight up playing and yep. getting smoked. Um, so no, I thought it was a good good first opening tournament uh, for for the LPGA. I'm, I'm glad I, I like Danielle Kang, the people's golfer. So I'm I'm always glad to see her win. I was I was hoping Nels would just kind of close out and dominate, but. It was weird seeing her struggle at the end there with four bogeys to to finish on Sunday. Um, not necessarily in a row, but four bogeys in a day for her. Yeah. That's just out of the ordinator. Yeah. First ordinary. birdie on 16. So she's going to bounce back. That's just golf. She'll be fine. You have bad days. I wouldn't be surprised to see her win this week. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Did you bet on that at all? For this upcoming week? No, last week. Oh, yes, I did. Oh, my bets. Uh, all right. I took Yuka Sasso. There's no so if there if I could have got some top five or top ten action I took Yuka Sasso I took Patty T and I took Lydia Ko um, all to win with Yuka being the biggest the biggest underdog Patty T being second and Lydia Ko being a, a, a favorite Lydia finished tenth Patty T was thirteenth and Yuka was sixth and event was in the lead um, so. Had a little a little action by Saturday. It was clear that it was basically between Nels, Daniel King, and uh, Gabby Lopez mm-hmm. going into Sunday. But uh, let's bookmakers. Let's get some fucking top ladies tens. golf top tens. Come, Come on. on, we want Come them. On. There's the people want it. Um, cool. Fucking farmers. Let's talk Tory Pines. All right, dude. We got we were fortunate enough to play there uh, less than a year ago for my bachelor party. Indeed. Uh, not necessarily the pristine conditions we saw them playing their practice rounds today. No. It was very hazy the day that we went and, and it played. Was, it was. Uh, both my experiences on Tory Pines, north and south, were hazy, overcast conditions. Okay. Um, which may not, you know lead it to be the best of courses but uh yeah it it did i must say i watched a little bit of the practice round going on today it looked beautiful out there yeah so completely um, like almost a completely different golf course I mean, it's set up for the pga tour and not for hackers like us <laughs> that almost have to take a shit in the ravine out yeah. of the golf course so um yeah the uh yeah so looking forward to it we had they obviously played the u.s open there the last time this course was played um, I mean, I was looking at the field and it's pretty obvious the clear cut favorite is Rom. Uh, do you think anybody, I mean, if you had to pick one other person who had a good chance at winning that this tournament other than Rom, who would it be? 
Uh, I like Xander Shoffley, a local guy, uh, a favorite pick for probably a lot of people in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Open last year. I mean, betting wise, I I I think you know uh, on my pit, I, I got top tens on Finau, Leishman. I don't think I have Ryan Palmer as a top ten. I don't think he can win it, mm-hmm. but I think Finau and Leishman can win this. Um, yeah, a lot of people are big on Finau this week. Everybody's thinking that he, this might be his like statement win. Yeah, it's just hard. Uh, he it's, was he was in the thick of things at the U.S. Open, right? It's hard for me to go against Rom just because I mean he's. I, I really do think that he, he plays that he plays well there all the time. Last week, yeah, and he's pissed off from last week. Too. Yeah, I, I just wouldn't. No, work. yeah, yeah. It's that's. Uh, I mean, it's there's not too much value in betting on John Rom, mm-hmm. but exactly, yeah. Um, it's it's a uh, it's. If you yeah. to, if you just had to pick somebody to do it without any without any value, it, it's hard not to pick him. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I mean, uh, it's probably. I mean, this is the best field we've seen thus it's far since since yeah, tournament um, champions not not a true real field. So, right. Yeah. Super condensed. This is probably like the. I mean, this almost feels like the real opening event for the season. I feel like it, it kind of is. Um, Aside from Riviera, this is the, probably the best West Coast field that, that we get. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, dude, this this I will find some time to watch. Obviously, yeah, we have definitely less football going on and stuff, but I, I will definitely find some time to watch this. I probably won't be able to watch the end of this tournament, but um, because the 49ers play in the NFC Championship game. Well, I can already tell you this much. It won't be nearly as exhilarating as the end of this tournament was <laughs> at the U.S. Open. That's true. That was... That was I a, almost feel like Rom's due for a letdown because that was just such a you know like that's why I said I don't see too much value on him. That was yeah, but great memories here. Shit. I mean, uh, we should talk about that because that was I mean that was watching him go out and win that tournament and go in 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 the way he finished on Sunday was incredible. It that was that was his like statement to the rest you know to everybody absolutely. else like I'm fucking here and he hasn't even come close to relinquishing the world number one since then right no. No, I don't. I don't see him re- relinquishing it to anybody other than Colin Marikawa this year. And there's nothing that leads me to believe that he's going to do that anytime soon with how he started this season. Yeah. Yep. Um, no, it should be fun to watch. Should be very fun to watch. Um. And as cool. we alluded to earlier, a great multi-course setup here with two courses on the first two days, one course on the final two days. And I was reading too that they, they got the North course ready in seven months. So it was closed when, when we were there, remember? Yeah, getting redone. Yeah, in September, and it's already ready for hmm. this tournament. I probably fucking shortcutted it. <laughs> fucking California. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, yeah, the... I mean, what you know, we got a couple of days in the North Course. Yeah. Um, cool. Do we want to do our, our picks for that right now, and then jump into the pro the pro am here? All right, let's do it. So I, go ahead for your picks. I for, already alluded to some of my picks, right. but I got top tens. I got uh, top ten Tony, top five Tony. Although I'm only betting him for a top ten <laughs> uh, at plus two eighty. I got Leishman at plus three thirty. 
And then I think a great pick is a guy that's always up in the top 10 in this tournament is Ryan Palmer at plus 650. Again, I, I don't Oof. think he can win the tournament, but he's always up here at the Farmer's Insurance. That's so. one of the dark horses I saw a lot of people picking. Um, Finau is a popular pick. I went with uh, I went with two guys at 330 as well, um, Will Zalatoris and Kepka. I know Kepka hasn't uh, been all that great lately, but I think this course actually might suit him pretty well. Um, I just feel like he's on, on the rise here, so I wouldn't be surprised if he finished in the top 10. Then I got Scheffler at 275. Nice. Like I said, I'm riding him. I'm pretty big on 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 Zalatoris. I wouldn't have picked Zalatoris for this the, this tournament specifically, but he's actually been playing really fucking well, and he had a 62 last uh, yeah uh, last week. So no, I, I mean, I, I I you would imagine growing up out here that he's probably played this course a time or two. Mm-hmm. Um, so so yeah, I, I I like that. Other bets I got. I told you this earlier on, on LPGA, circling back to LPGA. It's in Boca Raton. Uh, they got a pretty full slate. Nels, Lydia Ko, Lexi's first tournament of the year. I'm gonna bet. I'm gonna bet a very small half to a quarter unit on Yalimi No every tournament. She's plus twelve thousand five hundred to oh, win damn. this week. I think this girl's gonna win a tournament at some point this year. If mm-hmm. they keep giving her these odds. If she just wins one, and I bet every one, I, I'll end up making some some scratch on it. So <laughs> uh, I like Yalimi No and Patty T in this tournament this week um, for the LPGA as well. Excellent. Should we leave? I guess, I guess actually we're not leaving the PGA Tour, but we're talking about the AT&T Pro-Am and volunteer work here. Um, so we've volunteered before at the Fortinet to begin this technically begin this season, right? The very first tournament of the year. Um, we are going down to Pebble Beach on the second and volunteering from the third all the way through Sunday. Um, we are gallery managers, which we are so good um, based upon our, our reviews from the last time we've done this. It's really fun. I really recommend anybody who has a chance to volunteer any of your local events to do that because it is a great way to, to watch the game, to get an understanding of how these tournaments actually operate. Uh, you get really close. Um, you get up close and personal, uh, you know, not necessarily contact, but um, experiences with the tournament, the players, the caddies, the people who cover the event. It's just second to none. Oh yeah. It's, it's the way to, it's just the way to do it. If, if a tournament's in your neck of the woods. Um, and just let's go through the players here. Actually, let's go to the celebrities because the professionals list is very long. But uh, I can think of one quarterback that won't be playing this weekend that can make his way out yeah. there to uh, Pebble Beach. <laughs> so, uh, I, you know what? I'm looking on here and I don't see Aaron Rodgers on here anymore. So we got... Just some notables. We got Canelo Alvarez. People came too hard at him after that game. Yeah. He said, I'm out. Oh, he probably can't play here because he's not vaccinated. So That makes um, sense, too. Mookie Betts. We got Don Cheadle. I'm going to boo Mookie Betts. We got Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, your boy, Macklemore, is going to be there. Nice. Nice. Huey Lewis. Bogey boys. Bill Murray. Huey Lewis. Let's go. Bill Murray, a staple. 
Um, oh, Schoolboy Q. We got yep. Alfonso Ribeiro. Carlton, what's da- up? Darius Rucker. Wayne's got to be coming out there if DJ's going out, right? Oh, he's not out there. No. The great one is not? Mm-mm. Oh, what the fuck? And we got Alex Smith and Steve Young. Okay, cool. Um, and let's see. Let's what professionals are of importance here. Your boy Daniel. Ryan. Your bar. Your boy uh, Ryan Armour. Daniel Berger. You got Berger. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, the best name in golf: Bronson Burgoon, Patrick Cantley, Cam- uh, uh, Cameron Champ. Oh, dude, that guy Bronson Burgoon was out at the Fortnite. Yes, he's a monster. He's yeah, huge. Um, yeah, that's a great name too. Oh, is there no? I, I thought I thought I saw DJ and Spieth playing in this tournament though. Oh wait wait hold up. We got to go through F, F through J. Okay, Matthew Fitz, Fitzpatrick. Um, I like Fitzy boy. Yeah, we got. Ooh, we got Brian Harmon, Paul Charlie Paul. Hoffman, Bo Hostler, um, Mackenzie Hughes, Peter Jacobson making an appearance. It's actually um, yeah. Peter, where's John's DJ? It's actually Jakobson. Oh, it is. Let's see. Fucker, <laughs> dude! <laughs> I I swore I saw DJ was playing this. Though. Yeah, you text me saying DJ and Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. They said DJ and Aaron Rodgers. Apparently, your text message are just a uh, uh, bunch of wives' tales. I guess so. Who else we got in here? Coocher. Nice. Let's go, Cooch. Who was our guy that that blew the tournament last year? Lashley. Oh, is he in there? No, he's not. Damn. Oh, yes, he is. Yes, he is. Nate Lashley. All right, let's go. Chance at redemption. Yes. We got Stuart Sink. Mav McNeely. Jason Day. Jason Day is in it. Mav McNeely cashed on a top ten for me here last year. Uh, We'll be on Mav McNeely again. Uh, Our boy Nick Hardy. Shout out Nick Hardy. Pat Perez. Patty P. Justin Rose, Charles Swartzel, Brant Snedeker, Mikey. Kiz. Brant Snedeker, Kiz is going to be out there. Jordan Spieth. Chris Kirk. You got... Davis Love. Mm-hmm. The most handsome man in golf, Brendan Todd. Ches Reevy. Dude, I mean, Ches. it's a pretty solid... It's, it is. It's we a, got... Yeah, Nick Watney, our boy. Adam Swenson. Nick we'll Watney, shout out, Nick. We saw you out at the Fortnite. We yelling go dogs at you. So, solid field. Solid. Willie Z. I'm glad that they at, that uh, Bill Murray is going to be there because at first he was not on the list. And Dude, it was like, how, how can you have that tournament and not have Bill Murray? Camilo Vajegas, get to see him spider putt, bro. Oh. Really? That's the guy? Yeah. I, I like that. Um, what player though, and what celebrity are you most excited to see? Um, ooh, player, player I'm most excited to see. Uh, he, I mean, he's not really in his heyday, but he's a player that I I like and have always liked and been a fan of. Probably Jason Day, dude. Jason um, Day. Yeah. Again, I, I mean, I would love to see him be playing a lot better golf, but Jason Day. Uh, Ooh, Cam Champ out there. Was Champ at the Fortnite? No. Or at least he, he didn't make the cut if he was. Um, we Jason Day, maybe a little bit like uh, Spieth. 
got, close yeah, to yeah, yeah 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 um, and then celebrity wise celebrity wise obviously Bill Murray but maybe like uh, oh bro Josh Dumel <laughs> fucking come on uh, <laughs> what about you <laughs> for celebrities uh, definitely Steve Young yeah um, I met Steve Young when I was a kid and he was a dick so. Really? Oh, oh Jake Owen on there. What really? Someone so, else uh, I, I really want to uh, see is and and it sucks that the team that he plays for now because before he got traded, he was my favorite non San Francisco Giants baseball player. But Mookie, Mookie Betts, Betts, yeah. <sighs> God, I'm honestly I might say, hey, ask your agent to get you traded to San Francisco. Come Dude, in. funny story, random story about when I met Steve Young, he was a dick. He was a total asshole to like me, my cousin, and a group like of how? other kids. He was just like he didn't sign any autographs. We were at the headquarters and shit, right? Mm-hmm. And he was just a. Well, it was in Stockton. No, it was at Santa Clara headquarters. Okay, um, but way back in the day, still. And so he was an asshole. And this is how back in the day, it was T.O.'s rookie season. Oh. And why I've always been a huge T.O. fan. T.O. brought all of us like a group of ten kids out on the field. Like straight from where do you go? Chattanooga State. Yeah. Uh, straight from Chattanooga State, and he fucking just ran. Come taught us how to run comeback routes and shit. Before he was like crazy to and a huge asshole and prima donna and all that. He he was super cool. Um, I'll never forget that shit. And that's I've always been a to fan from from that 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 time. That's a bummer that Steve Young was a dick. I mean, all he did. I don't want to slander him on such a uh, a prom- widely listened prominent so Bay Area North golf. Right. So what you're saying is what you're saying is he just didn't sign. Okay. Okay. So he didn't give anybody any fucking autographs. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) Fuck them kids. Steve, that's exactly what he said. No, I'm just kidding. Um, But for players that I want to see, I want to see Patrick Cantley. Um, I want to see Spieth. I do want to see Berger just because I've heard of how great of a ball striker he is. So I want to like get my ear to that, hear him hit some flush ass iron shots. But that's pretty much it. I mean, we saw a lot of these guys at, at the Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah, I mean, Bo Hostler. I feel like I saw Bo Hostler Bo hit every Hostler, every shot. Doc Redman yeah. was up there. Like Minolte, Davis Riley. Justin Rose would be cool to Nick see. Nick Vaughn, Vaughn Taylor. No one's ever seen those guys in the same room. Robert Streb, Streelman, Stroud, Svensson, all these guys. It's a yeah. Ted Potter. It's all. Uh, I uh, I am excited to see Kiz. Oh yeah, uh, in yep. person. I really. Oh, am. bro, I didn't even see Pat this. Pat Perez, Pat Kiradek, Happy Bond Rat. I oh, was so used <laughs> to watch Happy Bond Rat. <laughs> You want to see him smoke cigs in between Fuck shots? Yeah, I want to see him drive up in his Ferrari up to up to Pebble Beach with his, a logo of himself on his T-shirt. <laughs> that dude, I love him. He's the best. <laughs> uh, awesome. Um, what's been good so so far or bad so far about the process leading up to the tournament? I know that we were talking about. Fortinet was r- rather seamless, really easy, laid back. Uh, we got my all that shit in my the mail. email chain's going berserk. So I mean, I don't, 
I'm not too concerned on it. Like, at the end of the day, we're volunteering there, so um, I feel like all will, you know, be okay. But uh, do you know what holes you're working again? I'm working the fifth and sixth hole, I believe. Okay, because I, I think I'm doing... I think I'm doing five, six, seven. Okay, so maybe I'm on... Because we have two par threes. Maybe I'm on three and four. Okay. Dude, that's actually awesome because you're going to be done super early. I hope that we get seven, but I am a little bit disappointed because we'll miss some guys that are at the lead. They might finish before we can be done, so... Yeah, I'm I'm a yeah I'm three and four. Three is the one yeah, that goes across yeah. the street that mm-hmm. goes the huge dog leg. Yes, and then what is four? Par four. Oh, I got it right here. Four takes you out to the water because three you can start to see the ocean. Isn't three that super hard dog leg left that yeah. you hit over the trees? Yeah, right on the street side. Yeah. Um, we're, yeah, we're working five, six, seven, five is the Nicholas par five, which is a, actually a, a very beautiful hole. Um, but I, I mean, I really hope we get seven. I haven't really thought about that. It might get stuck at six. I'm trying to think Pebble Beach card. Well, six, six is the par five, right? And then five is, six is five the par is five. five. That's is the right. Par three. Five is okay, the par so three. Okay, so either one of those you can't go wrong. Then so you got the five. Yeah, you got five. You got the historic uh, number six, the par five, and then seven is the you know eighty yard chip shot onto a postage stamp green. I put two. I put two sandwiches into the water there. Scald them both. After practicing that shot all week long. Yeah, I am. It was devastating. I forgot what team I am. I should I should figure that out. Um, <laughs> whatever. I know I'm on three or four. Again, listen when you when you put bring forth the performance that I brought forth at the Fortnite, the jack of all trades on hole nine. It's like. It's like Kyrie coming back to the Nets, right? You don't need any. You don't need any warm up. I don't need to play home games. I can just you can just insert me in the lineup in Indy, in Indy, in you know Orlando, wherever. I'm ready to go. I can I can ball. I can I can gallery. Manage. Always ready to go. I can gallery manage. Um. So okay. Yeah. So you're on three. That dog leg left. Four with the bunkering all around uh, with. Uh, the par four, three hundred and twenty-six yards, and then five is the Nicholas par five, uh, or sorry, par three. Six is the five hundred and six-yard par five, and then seven is the hundred and six-yard par three, the iconic hole. Eight is such a fucking dope hole, too. Oh yeah, it's crazy to go from that was the best hole that yeah. I played at, at at Pebble. Yeah, that's the one that sticks out. I mean. And the way you play it is so interesting too. You don't take you don't take any uh you t- you take irons out. That you I go- aimed I aimed my hybrid straight at the houses, straight towards land, and then I fucking smoked a six iron onto the green. I hit a I hit a seven iron because the wind was blowing. Hit a seven iron and then hit a the best three iron of my life 
over the the whatever you call it the the crevasse yeah. there over the crevasse faded and it, it hit the front edge of the green and rolled up i actually i actually rolled off the green which was not the best uh being over on that green is tough uh there's three I, bunkers there and and then the ocean coming down mm-hmm. i went off towards the land side so i had to that's such a like awesomely designed hole when you look it is at it. it is um but yeah and just the contrast of going into that number eight after seven, which is a little chip, you know, a little pitch, pitch shot, and then you have to hit two skillful shots on that par. What holes eight. are you excited to go watch after eight? Eight, but like I don't know if we'll be able to finish. What's in- the long? What's the long par five on the back nine? Thirteen. Let me see. Where you're four fourteen fourteen where woodland fucking. Nobody ever gets Smoked on into on into yeah. yep. that bunker that swallows everything. Yep, I fucking hit a spectacular bunker shot out of that. Unfortunately, I was not laying in that bunker with my second shot. Um, but yeah, I I want fourteen, seventeen, and eighteen too. Obviously, let's see. Just looking at these now. Oh yeah, so I watched I watched a bunch of golf played at seventeen. Um, at the U.S. At the Open. US Open, yeah. See, I hung out on fourteen a bunch at the U.S. Open, and I actually hung I saw out a lot at, at fourteen too. I hung out at uh, hole three, which I'll be working at mm-hmm. a, a good amount as well. I didn't hang out there. We spent a lot of time at seventeen and fourteen, and I spent a lot of time at eight. I, I spent oh. a lot of time greenside at eight. Yeah, so you see, can watch the shot. That's where to go. That's, that's where to go. You're fucking right on the. You're right, dude. Yeah. So if that's we're not where, if we're not on hole seven, if if that's not our job, and we and we can uh, and we're on like five or something, I'm running over to eight to watch these guys play. <laughs> Should have picked hole three. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Still gonna be great. I I I mean, seventeen, eighteen. I mean, eighteen would be great to watch these guys go in. I think when when I played there, uh, I ended up parring eighteen, and I hit the best drive. And I remember I remember uh, being on that tee box, and I'll, that's something that I'll never forget. Is standing there and just be like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's intimidating. This the the whole course. the The first hole is great at Pebble because it's like, uh eh, you it's, almost feel like you're playing like a regular yeah. inland golf course. And then once you get on to three. Two, I, two, the first two holes. Two's kind of forgiving, mm-hmm. par five. Yeah, and then you're in for it once you go to three. After you hit your tee shot on three, it all op- like you see it all. It's incredible. Um, I hit my drive into that fucking tree on 18. We won't, yeah, we won't be, we won't be having our podcast next week because we'll be getting ready for this tournament. Um, but I'm really looking forward to this, dude. I am really as well. Forward I to am it. as well. Should we end with some up and down? Yeah, I'll start with my down. How about my team on uh, the AT and T? Stop emailing me. Stop. <laughs> stop. Re- quit replying all on emails. <laughs> I don't need to see the conversation. Floods my email. Um, other downs, and then I'll get to the ups. Uh, what's another down? I don't think. I've got. Uh, I don't think I've got another down. Good. Aside from that, that should things, be an up. I don't things, have another down. Things, things are, things are on the up. And then my ups. Um, hmm. I don't know. Uh, you'll. I, I won't. I won't steal your out of sports ups. Uh, other sport ups that I know you'll you'll touch on. So. 
My ups are just a solid weekend. Golf's coming back. Football's coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, like you mentioned, Toy Pines is kind of the kickoff to real golf starting back up. So uh, I'm excited for that. Um, and then I'm excited to be at Pebble in, in, in the next week like we just touched on. Awesome. Um, I'll start with downs because it's always great to end on a on an up. Uh, down, I will have to say... Um, Gosh, it, it, it's really tough. Um, that I don't have any golf planned in the next couple of weeks here. Really, yeah, that, yeah. That is, I would like to play a little. little I, I want to play, but we can't, or at least I can't. Uh, schedule's too busy. But um, putting is a little bit down as well in terms of my golf game. I've been really trying to get better on on feel and, and getting the speed right. I've gotten a lot better at, at actually putting it where I'm trying to, but you kicked my ass in that uh, putting game we had earlier, which was for very serious money. Um, but up, I, I want to lead off with the San Francisco 49ers, a team that barely made the playoffs, who was one half away from football, or sorry, one half away uh, from elimination um, coming back against the Los Angeles Rams, beating the Rams, beating the Cowboys, beating the Packers, and getting another shot at the Rams. They beat twice already this season. Very happy. I know. I know that this is a golf podcast, but I mean, we're, reasons, we, we represent the happy. Bay Area too, and that's another that's another thing um, that you know we're really happy about. And then. Um, the other up is planning that trip down to Monterey in March. I'm really excited about oh, that. Nice. Yes. Going down there and playing Poppy, the Hay, and possibly um, Pacific Grove. We have played um, me and Avery and Dylan and Jack played I've never the played Hay the and Hay. Pacific Grove in the same day. We could do you guys did. We could do the Hay and Poppy Hills in the same day, or we could do the Hay and Pacific Grove in the same day. You know, very easy stuff. We'll definitely recap and preview those rounds. But um, other than that, I was just happy to get out there and hit some balls today. I feel like we're making progress in the things that we've been working on. Um, can't wait to watch some golf this weekend. Can't wait to watch some football this weekend. Fuck yeah! And uh, we won't be we won't be podcasting next week, but we will recap the um, the pro am at Pebble Beach and. Um, I mean, that'll be great. Yes, indeed. See you next week. Or not, so, so see you two weeks from now. Weeks. And uh, until next time, hit them straight. Yes, sir. That does it for this episode of the Sandy Pars Podcast. We want to thank you all for joining us. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast content. Join us next week to recap volunteering at Pebble Beach, catch up on the PGA and LPGA tours, and much, much more. Lastly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Sandy Pars Golf and visit our website, sandypars.com, for a full library of podcasts and additional golf content like course reviews, reading guides, and more. Special thanks to our producer, Ryan Thiessen, and until next time, hit him straight.